Friday back out of here on The Fan. Now, without further ado, let's get to The Fan Focus. All right, we're starting off with Nick and Dustin as the two of them discuss the latest with Deshaun Watson's injury. The fact that we're here going into year three of Deshaun, and it's just the trade has not paid off to this point. And now we're talking about, well, what's that shoulder like? And, and Andrew Barry last week was like, hey, yeah, we're, we're, we have no reason to believe the shoulder. Yeah, you can say that. And it might be true. But given the way they handled the injuries this year, you're going to be a little skeptical. Yeah, I, I don't really trust the Browns when it comes to their um, delivery of the message mm-hmm. about the injuries because they just haven't really been truthful with us. Well, and I, I think it would stand to reason in organization going into year three, if Andrew Barry came out and said, let's really play this out. If Andrew came out today, or came out last week and said, you know, we're not sure if he's ever going to be uh, Deshaun again. It would be the biggest bleep storm, and it'd be a massive story across the NFL. So it, it almost this is the point where I do think it behooves them to lie. like I, or, or not lie, but maybe err on the side of positivity. And be cautious with... I don't have a problem with them being positive and just saying, hey, listen, we're very optimistic about his his recovery and surgery went well and all these things. Like, until it's a problem, it's not a problem. I like that. Until it's a problem, it's not a problem. I am of the belief that the Browns don't tell us the truth all the time. And it's not great for the discourse around Deshaun Watson. I don't know what to believe. I really truthfully don't. I don't think he's made a glass, though. I do think next year he's going to be better than he was this year, but how do you possibly predict somebody's health? 22% of the NFL for starting quarterbacks ender, ended their season uh, you know, not being able to play ball. Seven different quarterbacks all ended it with massive injuries that kept him out. I mean, there's some really big-time name list as well. Rodgers, Watson, Herbert, Burrow. I mean, we can keep going. Uh, Daniel Jones, all these guys. I, there's so many different players that had their season cut short due to these big-time injuries, and I just I don't know where we're going from here. I don't think it's a I don't think it's an, a Deshaun Watson issue. Even though he had multiple injuries last year, I don't think it's a Watson issue more than it might be just an NFL issue. The fact that we had so many injuries last year, we had 66 different starting quarterbacks. Like, I just feel like we're just at a different point in the NFL where in the past couple years, because guys are bigger, faster, stronger than they've ever been, you're just going to have more injuries. So I think you always have to worry about that. You have to account for it. But I I don't know if there's anything more that's going to happen to Deshaun there. He's 28. He's not 38. He's 28. All right, next up here. Ken and Anthony on Lima's wife. Going on local news, Channel 19. That's the audio you'll first hear from here, okay? So it's courtesy of Channel 19. Talking about uh, all sorts of problems with a a tax break they didn't get when buying baby baby equipment, baby needs. Here we go. That's There's two Italian children that are going to be there, and you bought a, a double stroller. Yes. Those things are the – I've bought cars for less. I'm serious. I've seen the one the one that she looked at first, which was the one you can run with. Uh-huh. Because, you know, she's a marathoner, mm-hmm. likes to run. Uh, those were like close to a thousand dollars, Kenny. Well, yeah, I bought my first truck, my first uh, Bronco <laughs> Deuce for five hundred. If you keep listening to the story, and you have any idea of how to do math, you'll find out exactly how much the Lima's paid for their stroller. Yeah, the one we settled on. 
Meet Sarah Lima from Bay Village. She has a 17-month-old daughter and another tiny miracle set to arrive any day now. To get prepared, she went on KikoUSA.com a few weeks ago and ordered a double stroller. Her receipt reflected Ohio's new tax law, which makes certain baby items like diapers, cribs, child restraints, and strollers exempt from sales tax. But when she looked at her credit card statement, she noticed an additional charge. There were two Kiko charges. The first charge was for the amount on the receipt, and then there was a charge right beneath it. And I was wondering, what could that possibly be? That second charge was for $42.80. That's exactly 8%. That is a tax charge. Oh, God, listen to that voice. I mean, oh, that's incredible. Oh, come on, Kay, that's that's my wife. That is my wife. Come and on. I was wondering, what could that possibly be? Oh, great. Now we How got many times has that been? What uh, could she that walks downstairs be? and there's an empty fifth of bourbon yeah. sitting right there. <laughs> Liz and came I was downstairs. wondering, what could that possibly be? What did I just see on your phone? What was that video? What could and that? I was wondering, what could that possibly be? Kenny, that bark app on there has exposed <laughs> the X videos, and I looked at it. And I was wondering, what could that possibly be? I came home, and on his 85-inch Sony Bravia, he's watching what seems to be the fifth installment of the Human Centipede? And I was wondering, what could that possibly be? <laughs> so anyway, we caught him red-handed. <laughs> yeah, you did. We caught him red-handed. Move over, Ed and Peggy. <laughs> Man, I, I laughed my ass off with that clip. That was so funny to me. And the whole segment's great, too. 740 Odyssey Rewind. Go back and listen to it. I it, it, The best part for me was Ken knew he had to address what we were all thinking in the moment. And then Lime was like, that's my wife. <laughs> like, like, no. <laughs> like, and it, it told me in that moment they'll go with anybody. You go at you go at Lima's wife. You're going to go at anybody if that's the case. That is that is wild to me. Wild development. Now I I know what she did though, and I again it's a funny clip and all that and all that stuff. But I know what she did because she ended up sounding just like my sister-in-law. And what I mean by that is, I uh, I feel like when people that aren't broadcasters that tend to go on local news and then actually are. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to I'm trying to put this the right way here because I want to be I want to be delicate about this. I think she she knows what her husband does, so I think she was trying to kind of be like a broadcaster in many ways, but she doesn't have the broadcasting experience, and that's how that ends up. Because you're like, oh, you over enunciate is what happens a lot. You over enunciate, and then you drag you drag things out that you typically wouldn't drag things out. I've had a I've had a couple meetings with Sarah Lima. And I think she's delightful, and uh, I think she, I think she was trying to talk like a broadcaster. There is all that was, and it's unfortunate that now they have a drop in the morning show because I think she's very sweet, and I don't think she deserves that. Uh, and I'm happy that you found out about the taxes because now I'm going to check every single tax thing within a baby. Uh, uh, like if I buy a new stroller or anything like that, I'm checking the taxes immediately. So thank you, thank you. That was a service that you did for everybody. I, and by the way, I like the idea of. A Lima duo being a new version of Ed and Peggy. The Galax. It's the Limas coming at you. I kind of I think it works. I think it plays. All right, next up. Oh, let's go to Baskin and Phelps. Ed Kelsey, the star of the show today, and he told a story about Taylor Swift. For any given home game, you could end up with 20 people in there. 
there be 20 young people, from my perspective, 20 young people that I haven't seen, I've probably met, but cannot for the life of me picture, remember who they are. And Taylor comes in, Taylor walks in with a security guy, and I look at her, and as I look at her, she had a girlfriend with me, and I, I mentioned to Maureen, I says, uh, oh my God, I don't know, I know this kid, but I don't know what her name is. Jeez, you know, like a real idiot. <laughs> That's all she right. says, you don't know her, this is, this is Taylor Swift, you idiot. <laughs> I mean, he's trolling us here, right? He's got to be trolling us. There's no way that's a real story. Did he just, did he have a brain fart? Is that what happened there? He didn't know Taylor Swift in real life? It's not like Taylor looks different. Oh, Ed. Ed, this is not good, buddy. This is not good. I'm rooting for you, Ed. This is not good. Oh, that's all right. It's all right. You know, a lot of me believes that the Kelseys are actually way smarter than they try to let on, and they know what they're doing, and they're not dum-dums, and I, there's, I'm just going to go down believing that Ed is trying to almost gronk the, his children here and trying to make him seem like, oh, hey, hey we've, we're not the sharpest tools in the shed. It's not going to work. We've heard Jason enough. He's a very smart person. We've heard we've heard Travis enough. He's a very smart person. You raised two really smart individuals right there. Uh, so we're not buying it, Ed. We're not buying it. But thanks for coming on the station. <laughs> Nick and Dustin talking about the South. Here we go. A whoopie? It's like your blankie. Yeah. Like your blankie? Yeah. yeah. like a like Or like, like a your, stuffy. Like a security blanket? Yeah, like a security blanket. Yeah. You call it a whoopie? Yeah. Is yeah. that a common known thing? I've never heard of that. never really heard of a whoopie before. I heard a lot in the South. Like when I was in Charlotte, there were like several you people who really in the South. Let's be honest. Uh, I believe it is below the Mason Dixon line. I believe barely, it like barely. Like barely? Do you know geography? Because Charlotte I mean, is pretty I mean, south. There's nothing south about Charlotte. Okay, if you want to say Other than they have Bojangles. Okay, if you want to say okay, and Bucky, I, I and think, Bucky's. I think okay. The I, the point I think you're trying to it's make. Getting frustrated. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. I think the point you're trying to make is that Charlotte is not a true southern town anymore it, because of the influx of northerners. It's definitely not. But I did live in the Charlotte area, of which the farther from downtown you get, the the more mixed you get in terms of southern versus north. So How, how mixed? Fitty-fitty. Yeah, about fitty-fitty. Okay. I just wanted to make sure you weren't saying... I, I First, I took you literally. I thought you literally meant Charlotte wasn't in the South, and then no, I, I mean, was worried. I, under, I understand like geography and where it's located. I, that was, but, but that was like, a doubt you ta- for me. You talk about like you lived in Alabama, dude. Aside with Dustin here on this one, Charlotte's not really the South. I lived in Houston, Texas, Tejas. That's the South, and it's only because I lived in Houston. I'm going to be a South snob on this one, okay? Charlotte's not the South. Charlotte has South elements to it. It's definitely has Southern elements to it. So I understand. I understand Nick's response, and I I do get it. Ah, that's not the South. Though. I'm sorry, it's not. It's not. You're not. You just gotta. You gotta keep going. You gotta keep going down before you can end up there. Uh, it's. It's just. It's not. It, 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 sorry. And if you if you wanted to make an argument, I would use the cowboy hat discussion as like Exhibit A for why I know Charlotte is not the South. Because I had clear-cut responses as to how people in the South don't actually wear cowboy hats. Unless you're a real cowboy, it's very frowned upon. 
and I I just I never felt like uh, there was much of a say there from Charlotte. I didn't I didn't think there was much of a say in that response. I'm gonna say no. It's gonna be a no for me, Doug, on that one. But also, I might be gatekeeping the South here, and so that's just a me problem. And I'll I'll, I'll try to address that and maybe live with that one as we move forward. It's not like even it's like a cool thing. I don't know why I'm acting like it's a cool thing to have lived in the South. But I think it kind of does feel like I don't know. It's a little cool. It's got a, it's got a little coolness to it. I I never heard Nick come back and say y'all. Every now and then, I'll say y'all on accident. That's how you know you live in the South. All right, next up. Ken and Anthony on the Cavs. In basketball, there is a price you pay by adding more talent. I know it sounds crazy, but it means that... Your rotation is thinner. There's only so many minutes to go around. Mm -hmm. And so that's why I asked Danny last segment... I think this is J.B. Bickerstaff. He's doing a marvelous job right now with these injuries. I agree. Just like Kevin Stefanski did. But now he's got to have a, a a real knack of handling and managing the minutes, which is not going to be easy. I, I've so many times in the last month or two have made a comparison between the Browns and Cavs. I think it's, I, I, it's, I think it's uncanny what these two teams, it, if you draw what they've done, I think it's uncanny what it is. This is where it's backwards. Kevin Stefanski got back into the playoffs with the injuries. Now there's going to be more that's expected of him. JB's already made the playoffs, and they flamed out spectacularly because they got beat up physically and they couldn't do it. Because of that, that's going to put more pressure on JB. I mean, when I heard he's coaching for his job against the Detroit Pistons, when I heard that, I was at an all-time low going, all right, we're just wasting our time here and waiting for the day that he gets fired, unfortunately. Because I, I do think that J.B. Bickerstaff's done a fine job. I remember, at that time, they were 500, yes. and it wasn't looking good. Yes. We'll talk about the Cavs uh, when that game ends. They're taking on the Bucks. It's at halftime right now. Pretty good game for the Wine and Gold so far. We'll get to that a little bit later on, and uh, we'll address everything within the Wine and Gold. We come on back, though. Does this 49ers-Lions game give you hope for a running game resurgence? Rob Long joining us at 10 o'clock. We'll bring McKenzie in the mix at 940. It's overtime with Jonathan Peterman here with you on The Fan.